Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Old Radio. Comedy Podcast. Welcome to Episode 4 of Season 3 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. Clifford Goldsmith's 1938 Broadway play, What a Life, ran for 538 performances and was a huge hit. The main character of the play, Henry Aldrich, was a teenaged high school student played by Ezra Stone. When the play's run ended, it was adapted to radio as comedy segments on Rudy Valley's program, and was so popular that it got its own radio show written by Goldsmith, called The Aldrich Family. The show was a huge hit and ran from 1939 to 1953, with Ezra Stone reprising his Broadway role, being absent while enlisted during World War II. In his absence, Norman Tokar took over the role from 1942 to 1943, then Dickie Jones from 43 to 44, and then Raymond Ives from 44 to 45. The show became a prototype for all the teen-oriented radio and TV sitcoms that were to come in the next two decades. Eleven feature films followed, as well as a TV show from 1949 to 1953. Now sit back and enjoy the December 9th, 1948, and the May 5th, 1949 broadcasts of The Aldrich Family. The Aldrich Family, based on characters originated by Clifford Goldsmith, and starring Ezra Stone as Henry, with Jackie Kelk as Homer. Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, Mother! for the Aldrich family. Typical teenage boys are always too busy to sit down and remember way back when. Like Henry Aldrich, they live only in the exciting here and now, with nothing to look back on and everything to look forward to. The scene opens in the Aldrich kitchen. It is morning. Alice! Oh, Alice! She's phoning Aunt Harriet, Father. How long does it take to ask if she's got a burnt pot? Mary, be sure and use the fine side of the grater for those carrots. I am, Father. Now, what about the peppers and the carrots? I'll get to work on those next. But, Mary, they go in first. Please start on them right away. Before I finish the carrots? Now, Mary, let's try to keep calm. Alice! Dear, I'm coming as fast as I can. What did Harriet say? Does she have one? Sam, I knew I shouldn't have phoned her. You mean she doesn't have a burnt pot? No, dear. And she was very insulted that I should ask. But, Alice, Pierre always used a burnt pot. And if he thought enough of me to send four genuine wild Canadian grouse, the least we can do is cook them in a burnt pot. Sam, they'll turn out just as well if the pot's clean. But... And just because you're cooking the dinner is no reason for upsetting my kitchen like this. Just look at it. This is a complicated recipe. If I'm going to be at it all day, I want things where I can put my hands right on them. All day? Sam, I refuse. Alice, you just wait. It'll be worth it. Uh, Mary, please hand me the onion. Well, Henry and Homer are still out on the back porch peeling them. What? Mary, we have to start browning them right away. But I'm right in the middle of my peppers and cabbage. Now, Mary, let's take one thing at a time. Please tell the boys to hurry. Yes, Father. Alice, you know what we really need? A roaring fire of time logs. Sam Aldrich, you're not starting any fires in my kitchen. Henry! Homer, is that Mary? I'm not sure, Henry. It certainly sounds like her. My goodness, Homer, are you crying? Mary, how would you look after four pounds of onions? Father? 
Papa wants to know if you finished peeling them. Homer, feel around and see how many are left. There's four, six, seven. Gee whiz, Henry, here's a funny one. Homer, let go of my toe. <laughs> oh, I thought it was kind of lumpy for an onion. I'll take in the peel ones while you finish what's left. And hurry, Father's ready to start Pierre's bird. Henry, who is this Pierre? Well, you know that moose head in my father's study? Yeah. That's Pierre. <laughs> what? Well, that is, he was my father's guide when he bagged him. When he what? Bagged him, Homer, bagged him. He sends us something every year. Last year, he sent my mother a muskrat skin. No kidding. She's going to have it made into a coat as soon as she gets a few more. <laughs> Boy, and this year, he sent your father four... Four... Henry, what would you call more than one grouse? Grouses? Or is it grice? <laughs> Gee, either one sounds right. Did I tell you my father's using Pierre's own special recipe to cook them? He is. Boy, I can hardly wait to taste them. You? But Homer... That's one reason I love eating at your house, Hen. You never know what's going to show up on the table. Well, look, Homer... That's why I didn't mind getting here at 7.30 this morning to help out. Sure, and we appreciate it, Homer. And your father sure is a card. The way he's always joking about my showing up at mealtime. Homer, I think you'd better excuse me for a minute. What's the matter? Well, there's a certain conference I'd better have with my mother. Okay. And Henry, ask her if there's anything I can do after I finish her onions. Mother! Okay, haven't you finished those onions yet? Why, not exactly, Father. Now, Sammy's doing the best he can. Well, please hurry. Mary, you're not chopping those peppers too fine, are you? Mother, I've got good news for you. You have? Yeah, Homer can make it for dinner tonight. What? I didn't even have to talk him into it. Dear, you mean you invited it? Well, not exactly. But but don't you agree we should, considering that he's been crying his eyes out for us all morning? Henry, I like Homer. I like him very much. There's something about him that, well, that warms your heart. But he's got to learn to wait until he's invited. But what can I say to him? Just tell him he can't come tonight under any conditions. But be tactful. Don't make him feel we don't want him. Sure, Mother. I'll do my best. My goodness, Sam, your potatoes are burning. I know, Alice. They're supposed to. <laughs> Homer, old-timer. Look, Ken, I finished the onions. That's swell, Homer. Only, look, I just had a little talk with my mother, see? About me? Why, yeah, you happened to come up. And, Homer, you know what she said about you? What? You warm her heart. I do? And look, Homer, uh, would it make you feel any better if my father took us to the movies tonight? On top of dinner? What? Well, Homer... Boy, you... what a swell family. Uh, Homer, you're not letting and me... Have I been a heel? Here I've been warming your family's hearts all these years, and what have I done in return? Nothing. Homer, I didn't mean you that. You know I... what I'm going to do? I've got a present at home made love. Homer, wait. Let me finish. Henry, if I warm their hearts, monogram matches are the least I can give them. <laughs> Mother, look, monogram matches. You see how Homer feels about us? Henry, they're not even our monograms. <laughs> Don't you agree it's the sentiment that counts? So couldn't we forbid Homer to come the next time he's not invited? 
Henry, I told you to tell him not to come this time. But, Mother, you should have seen his eyes when I talked to him. Now, they were sort of... sort of... all watery. That was onions. Well, Mother... Dear, I'm sorry, but we'll just have to put our foot down on Homer. What? Your father's already spoken to me several times about his coming to dinner without being invited. You mean if it's all right with Father, it's all right with you? Mrs. Aldrich. He's coming. Yes, Homer? Would you mind explaining how the bag on your vacuum cleaner comes off? Homer, what's happened? Oh, nothing. I, I thought I'd help out and sort of give that easy chair in the corner the once-over, see? Yes? Well... You know that doily that was on the back of it? Homer, that was genuine Belgian lace. Mrs. Aldrich, I know exactly where it is. I'll get it out. Before you do, Homer, Henry has something to say to you. Haven't you, Henry? Sure, Mother. As soon as I speak to Father. Father! Henry, it won't do you a bit of good. Father, are you in the kitchen? Yes, Henry. And just look at those grouse lying there in the pot. Have you ever seen such beauties? I'll say. And, Father... I'll admit there's not much to them after you take the feathers off. But at least there'll be enough for the four of us. Just the four of us? I, I mean... Well, gee, now that I really look at them, there's enough for an army. An army? Sure. Henry Homer is not coming to dinner tonight. <laughs> not under any circumstance. But, Father, suppose we stuff him with bread and butter first. How much grouse can he eat? Henry, you will please tell Homer you're sorry, but tonight is out. But you... No buts. Mary, could I have the peas, please? The peas, Father? Was I supposed to take care of them, too? You mean you haven't even started shelling them? I was busy cracking the walnuts. Mary, you should learn to take one thing at a time. Now then, let's see. Where does your mother keep the fennel seed? The what? What? Fennel seed, Mary. Fennel seed. It's an herb. Pierre's grouse wouldn't taste like anything without it. My goodness, Father, we don't have anything like that. We don't. No fennel seed? That's a fine thing. Wouldn't pepper do just as well? No, it would not. I'll have to go iron out and get some. And while I'm gone, Mary, be sure and baste the grouse every three minutes. But what about the peas and the walnuts? Now, Mary, let's not get excited. But my goodness... That's the trouble with the way women cook. No organization. Mary, please start basting. But, Father, was that final about... Mary, please, step aside. Look, Mary... And could you brush the hair out of my eyes? Sure, I'd be glad to... Mary, what can I do about Homer? Henry, you've just got to learn to look him square in the eye and say, See here, Homer Brown. Mary, I can't say a thing like that to my best friend. Why not? It's easy. Here, grab this spoon. What for? Then start basting. I'll show you how to get rid of Homer. Homer! Mary, why are you rolling up your sleeve? Homer, where are you? In the living room, Mary. Now, see here, Homer Brown. Homer, what are you doing with that picture album? Why, your mother took me off vacuum cleaning and put me on dusting books. And, Mary, who's this? Let me see. Oh, my goodness, that's me when I was just four. <laughs> Don't I look silly? Silly? Gee, I've never seen a cuter little tyke. Cuter what? Tyke, Mary, tyke. Kid. Oh. Gee, you're the cutest four-year-old I've ever seen. I am? Gee, sure. Oh, Oh, was there something you wanted to say to me? Oh, I... And now, see here, Homer. Yes, Mary? Homer, I know you're expecting to come to dinner tonight, and... And... Yes. Well, um, how would you feel if I were to invite you to come over next Tuesday? Oh, boy. <laughs> Gee, Mary, I never imagined you felt this way about me. Homer, I like you terribly. You do? Terribly. Boy, if someone had told me, if they told me, 
Gee, imagine being invited to dinner here twice in the same week. What? Oh, will there be anybody here Tuesday but just the two of us, Mary? Now, see here, Homer. Well, even if there is, we could take a walk afterwards, couldn't we? Homer, stay on your side of the table. But Mary... Homer, keep away. Mary... Henry! Mary! Excuse me, miss. Yes, sir. May I help you? Oh, please. You see, I've been to several stores and none of them seem to carry it, and I thought you might have it here at the Emporium. Have what, sir? Fennel. Oh, yes, sir. Fourth floor, last aisle, and you're right. Oh, fine, fine. Fourth floor? Yes, sir. In hardware. Just ask anyone for funnels. No, no, no. Fennel. Fennel. Fennel seed. Fennel seed? Yes. Are you sure you don't mean kennel seed? I beg your pardon. You'll find that at the pet shop on the second floor, uh, right next to sporting goods. I don't want kennel seed. I want fennel seed. I mean, I want fennel seed. I see. Uh, Mr. McIntosh, oh, Mr. McIntosh. In a moment, Miss Brindley. Mr. McIntosh is our floor walker. Perhaps he can help you. Good. Yes, Miss Brindley. Uh, Mr. McIntosh, this gentleman would like some, uh, what is that again, sir? Fennel seed. Seed? Oh, yes. Garden appliances. Two aisles over. Fine. Although I must confess, I've never heard of fennels. Uh, what time of the year do they come out? <laughs> Mr. McIntosh, fennel seed is not a seed. Hmm? Uh, that is, it's a seed, uh, but it isn't a seed that comes up. Uh, that is... they, it comes in jars. Jars? Yes. Oh, now I understand. Uh, do you want wide-mouthed jars or uh, narrow-mouthed jars? What's that? Uh, for storing seed, I imagine the narrow ones would be more practical. Now, just a moment. I don't want to buy any jars. I don't want to buy funnels. And I don't want to buy kennel seed. I want fennel seed. Fennel seed, do you understand? Yes, sir. Uh, suppose I turn you over to our section manager. But, oh, Mr. Hildebrand. Mr. Hildebrand, could you step this way for a moment? Mary, I must say I'm a little surprised at you. Surprised at me, Mother? What about Homer? I was nothing but an innocent victim. Mother, suppose we do this tonight. Suppose I split my grouse with Homer. Split it? Sure. I wouldn't mind doing without my drumsticks. Now, just a moment, dear. I don't want you to think I'm being stubborn. But if neither of my children has the courage to get rid of Homer in a nice, polite way, then I guess I'll have to. You, Mother? The time has come to be direct. Homer! Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong? If you're here, Henry, and I'm here, who's facing? Homer? Mrs. Aldrich, I finished dusting the books. Is there something else I can do? No, dear. Sit down, please. There's something I want to say to you. Sure, Mrs. Aldrich. Homer. Yes, Mrs. Aldrich. Uh, Homer, I'm going to tell you a little story. You are? Yes, dear. And I hope you get the point. Oh, I will, Mrs. Aldrich. I'm usually pretty good at stories. Good. Now, this is a story about a nice boy. And this nice boy could be anyone. He could be you, he could be Willie Marshall, or anybody. He could? Willie Marshall? Yes, dear. Now, we all like this boy. We like him very much. And and we'd like very much to have him to dinner. It's... It's just a question of his being invited. You see what I mean, Homer? Gee, sure. You do? Well, my goodness. Do you mind if I use the phone? Of course not. And I do hope this boy understands that we really like him very much. Gee, I hope so. And you sure have a big heart, Mrs. Aldrich. Thank you, Homer. Uh, operator, give me L-997. 
Thank you. Homer, dear? Yes, Mrs. Aldrich? When you're through on the phone, why not come out here in the kitchen and have a piece of cake? Gee, thanks. Hello, Willie Marshall? Willie, this is Homer. I've got good news for you. You're invited to dinner tonight at the Aldrich <laughs> getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldrich. Homer has invited himself to Mr. Aldrich's special dinner of Canadian grouse a la Pierre. So far, the efforts of Henry and his family to get rid of him have met with phenomenal failure. The scene opens in the Aldrich hallway. It's later that afternoon. Hello, is that you, Henry? Hello, Alice. This is Sam. Has Mary put the walnuts in the grouse yet? I think so. Fine. And Sam, I'm glad you called. I've been wanting to talk to you. Where are you? In the president's office. The president? Of the emporium. What are you doing there? Having tea. Meanwhile, the president is trying to get in touch with a company that might carry fennel seed. What seed? Alice, I'm not going to start that with you. What do you want to talk to me about? It's Henry. He's disappeared. What? Without doing a thing about Homer. That's a fine thing. Why can't Mary tell him to go home? Dear, she refuses point blank to speak to him. Very well, Alice, then there's just one thing to do. You'll have to be firm with Homer yourself. I? Yes. But, Sam, I've already... Dear, have you ever noticed his eyes? What about them? They look at you. (laughs) Alice, we can't have Homer for dinner, and that's fine. There simply aren't enough grouse to go around. I know, dear, and I've thought of that. Why don't I throw in some spaghetti? Spaghetti? With my wild grouse? It would be filling. Alice, we couldn't. What would Pierre say? Does he have to know? And Mary's gone over to tell Willie Marshall not to come, so at least we won't have him on our hands. Willie Marshall? How did he get included? Why, Homer invited him. What? Now, dear, control yourself. Sam? Sam, have you hung up? No, Alice. I haven't hung up. Are you angry? Why should I be angry? I don't mind Homer's coming to dinner and eating my grouse. That's something I could get over, eventually. But why no one in my own family can do a simple thing like telling the boy he hasn't been invited is something I cannot understand. But, dear... All right, Alice. If no one else is capable, I'll just have to handle the matter myself. You mean you'll tell Homer? Yes. Good. I'll put him on. No, I mean, uh, Alice, uh, right now I have to track down some fennel seed. Some what? (laughs) Never mind. And, And don't worry. I'll take care of Homer in my own way. Goodbye. Goodbye. Chopping the wood. Is there anything else you'd like me to do? Uh, no, dear. And Homer... Yeah, I can't just stand around with idle hands. Why don't I give the windows upstairs a going over? Uh, Homer, I really don't feel you should do any more. Gee, I don't mind. That's the least I can do for a couple of grouses. <laughs> Agnes, gee, is, is that dinner I smell cooking? Sure. Agnes, your mother always makes plenty, doesn't she? I mean, that is, there's always room for one more, isn't there? Sure, why? No reason. Uh, did uh, did I mention I saw you in gym yesterday? You did. I did. You didn't. Honey, I look terrible in those awful gym bloomers. <laughs> gee, you look pretty good to me. I do. <laughs> Henry, old kid, for her candy cherry. Well, I haven't time. And the reason I came, 
You know, I always felt if there was one person you could count on when you had a problem, it was good old Agnes. You've got a problem? Well, you see, my father's cooking a special dinner tonight. Your father? Dinner? Sure. And you have to eat it? Sure. Boy, you have got a problem. Yeah, so I was wondering... I was wondering... Don't say another word, honey. I'd be glad to. Glad to what? Naturally, I'll have to ask my mother first. Mother, where are you? Agnes, wait. I haven't explained about Homer. don't mind my dropping in your office like this, Will? Not at all. Homer tells me he's having dinner at your house tonight. Yes. Good. Well, the reason I came over... Now, before you go into that, Sam, there's something I have to take care of in the outer office. Oh? Now, make yourself comfortable. Oh, do you mind if I use your phone? Go ahead, Sam. Number, please. Uh, Abbott City, uh, 2200. Abbott City, 2200. Oh, please. Uh, Will, it's a long-distance call. That's okay, Sam. Merry Christmas. Why, thanks. Same to you. Hello? Abbott City Grocery Supply Company. Oh, how do you do? Uh, the Emporium in Centerville suggested that I phone you. I'm on the trail of some fennel seed. I beg your pardon? A uh, fennel seed? Oh, uh, look. It's sort of an herb, you see. Oh, yes, sir. Hold on, please. What's that? Uh, now, wait a minute. I haven't finished. Uh, hello? Hello? Hello, who is this? This is Herb. Who? Herb. Did you ask for me? <laughs> look. I- I'm trying to put my hand on some fennel seed. F-E-N-N-E-L. Fennel. Oh, fennel seed. Now I get you. You mean you have some? Oh, yes, sir. Syrian or Arabian? What's the difference? Well, one's from Syria and the other's from Arabia. Oh. oh, well, either one will be fine. Uh, could you wrap some up for me? I'll get into my car and drive right over. Oh, well, yes, sir. What quantity? Oh, about 25 cents worth. Should be enough. 25 cents? I'm afraid you don't understand, mister. This is a wholesale establishment. Yes, I know. Some of the orders we place run as high as $10,000. Yes, I know. Well, very well, mister. How much do you want to order? Uh, never mind now. We'll decide that when I get there. Goodbye. Okay, Sam, what's on your mind? Why, uh, it's about Homer coming to dinner tonight. Sam, I want you to know how grateful we are. Grateful? Yes. If you hadn't taken Homer off our hands, Elizabeth and I wouldn't have been able to accept the Ferguson's invitation to their barbecue tonight. But, but, Will, that's just it. What is it? I'm afraid we can't have Homer tonight. You can't? I'm afraid not. You mean you're having other company? No. Uh, Alice said? No. What is it then, Sam? Well, you see... Well, you see... Uh, Yes, I do see. Uh, Why don't you like Homer? Mother, how much longer do these crowds have to cook? I really don't know, Mary. And must you baste with two hands? Mother, I simply don't have the strength to do it one-handed. But fear it isn't ladylike. The way you suppose Henry is, and what are we going to do about Homer? Mary, I refuse to even think about it. This whole thing is giving me a splitting headache. Uh, Thank goodness. In the kitchen, Sam. I'm sorry I'm late. Off the ground. Fine, Father. Sam, what's that under your arm? Why, fennel seed, Alice. It's an herb to put on the ground. Sam, a whole keg? Well, I got it wholesale, Alice. It was dirt cheap. Sam, it'll take us years to use it up. Alice, a thing like fennel seed gets used up in no time. Now stand back while I sprinkle some on the ground. Yes, Sam. There. Father, you hardly dropped in three grains. Mary, all it needs is a pinch. But how are we ever going to use up a whole keg if you go fooling around with pinches? Mm, just smell that glass. Yes, sir, there's nothing that tastes better than a meal you cooked yourself. What? Now, Mary? Father, does this mean the grouse are done? Yes, Mary. No more vegetables to peel, no more walnuts to crush, no, no bacon? No, it's finished. Thank goodness. Where are you going? Up to my room and collapse. But, Mary, it's time to eat them. Father, I never want to look 
get another grouse as long as I live. Mrs. Aldridge. Yes, Homer? You're thinking of calling me in to dinner. I'm in the dining room. Sam, what are you going to do about Homer? I'm going to get rid of him. If Will Brown thinks he's going to eat barbecue at the Ferguson's while we're having his son, he's got another thing coming. But, Sam... Alice, I have as much right to enjoy my dinner as Will has. Mrs. Aldridge, did you know the phone's ringing? Yes, dear. And as soon as I answer it, Homer, I want to have a little talk with you. I? Sam, I think I'll join Mary. But dinner's ready. I'm afraid this headache has ruined my appetite. I'll take the grouse into the dining room, then I'm going upstairs and lie down. You mean Henry and I will have to split the grouse between us? Hello. Hello, Father. Henry, where are you? Henry, I've got good news for you. You and I are having two grouse apiece. We are? Yes, so come on home. But that's the whole thing, Father. I think I'm having dinner over here. What? Why? I think I talk too much. But, Henry, what about my wild grouse? Don't remind me, Father. We're having baked macaroni over here. Goodbye. But, but... Well... Mr. Aldrich, I'm still in the dining room if you want to speak to me. What? Oh, yes. Is there something wrong, Mr. Aldrich? Sit down, Homer. Sit down? Yes, sir. About dinner tonight. Yes. About... the... Homer, I've got good news for you. We're having two grouse apiece. We are. We'll have the time of our lives, just the two of us. Gee, I never imagined you felt that way toward me, too, Mr. Aldrich. What way? Do I warm your heart? I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Well, Homer, suppose we eat. Just look at those grouse, Homer. Oh, gee whiz, are those grouse? Of course. They look just like chicken. What? And, Mr. Aldrich, I don't like chicken. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going home. Now, just a minute. Homer, you sit down and eat. Listen again next week, same time, same station, for another sparkling half hour with your favorite youngster, his family, and his pals. The Aldrich Family, starring Ezra Stone, is written by Clifford Goldsmith. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now the Jell-O family presents... Henry! Henry Aldrich! Coming, Mother! Yes, it's the Aldrich family based on characters originated by Clifford Goldsmith and starring Ezra Stone as Henry with Jackie Telk as Homer. And yes, it's the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tapioca puddings. Yes, sirree. And now for the Aldridge
When you take a typical American family, plus some friends and neighbors, and then add one teenage boy, you needn't bother to stir things up. The boy, if he's like Henry Aldrich, will somehow attend to that. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. The time is late afternoon. No, Homer, I think you don't have to. You do? I don't? Definitely not. Boy, Hen, I hope you're right. I've been saving for two months to get a new band for my wristwatch. And now if I had to... Suppose she expects me to. She couldn't. How do you know? I'll bet Agnes doesn't even know it's the anniversary of your first date with her. Do you really think so, Hen? Sure. Who remembers things like that? My father never does. I'm surprised you even thought of it. Boy, I'll never forget it. Well, okay, Homer, you have a special reason for remembering your anniversary, but Agnes doesn't, does she? Gee, maybe you're right, Hen. And boy, is that a load off my mind. Sure. Sure. Now I can concentrate on my wristwatch. Sure. Do you think I ought to get a brown leather band, Hen, or a black one? I thought I heard voices in here. Hi, Mother. Hi, Mrs. Aldrich. Hello, boys, and congratulations, Homer. Thank you, Mrs. Aldrich. What for? Isn't Saturday an anniversary of some kind? Oh. Your very first date with Agnes, isn't it? Hen. Gee whiz, Mother, how did you know? I was out shopping this morning and I ran into Agnes. Oh. So my heartiest congratulations to the both of you, Homer, and many happy returns. Thank you, Mrs. Aldrich. Thank you, Mother. You're welcome, boys. If you want some fruit, it's in the icebox. Who could eat fruit now? See, Henry? So what? So my mother knows. What does that prove? It proves Agnes knows. All right, supposing Agnes does know. What does that prove? It proves there goes my watch band. Not necessarily. Alice, do you know where... Hello, boys. Hi, Father. Hi, Father. I mean, Mr. Aldrich. Oh, by the way, Homer, I ran into a friend of yours down at the Emporium today. You did, Mr. Aldrich? Whom? Agnes. Oh. May I ask in what department... I believe it was in Ladies Unmentionables. Oh. Is your mother in the kitchen, Henry? I think so, Father. See you later, boys. Well, that does it. Homer, why do you keep jumping at conclusions? I'm not jumping at them, Hen. They're jumping at me. I still don't see it. Then what was Agnes doing in Ladies Unmentionables? I don't know. Maybe she was just looking around. Sure, and I know why. Why? To see what she could exchange what I'm going to give her for. Hello? Yeah, he is, Agnes. Agnes? Oh. Let me talk to him. Okay. Here, Homer. Hello, Agnes. Hello, Homer, honey. Oh, boy. Agnes, is there any special reason you asked me to come over to your house? No, Homer. I was just lonely. Oh, isn't it wonderful, Homer? Another wonderful, thrilling year. Sure. And, Homer, I just want you to know that I don't expect a thing as an anniversary present. You don't? Of course not. I have you. What more could I ask for? Nothing, Agnes. Another year, and we're still together. That's all any girl needs to make her happy, her man. Sure. Don't you think a brown band would go better with my wristwatch than a black? And anyway, I don't think it's fair for a girl to expect a boy to spend all his money on her. Sure. That's what I like about you, Agnes. You're so fair. Sure. Four or five dollars ought to be plenty. Oh. Homer. What? 
Give me a hint. I can. Why? Because. Because why? Just because. Homer Brown, haven't you decided yet what you're going to get me? Well, sort of. Sort of? What does that mean? Henry's supposed to be thinking of something. Oh. Homer? What? Get Henry on the phone and find out what you're going to give me. But Agnes... Here, start talking. Yes, ma'am. Hall operator, give me Elm 431. Now, remember, Homer, I don't want you to spend a cent over four or five dollars. Yes, Agnes. Unless you promise you'll get me something cheaper for my birthday. Oh. Hello, Hen. This is Homer. Did you think of anything yet? Uh-huh. What? But Hen. We oh, yeah, I know, but... Uh-huh. I suppose so, Hen. Yeah. Bye, Hen. Well... We, oh, we want it to be a surprise, Agnes. A surprise? Homer, that's wonderful. I just love surprises. What is it? Well, you'll see. Is it something I can wear? Maybe. I'll bet it's something I can eat. Is it, Homer? Maybe. Now it's something I can wear. I'm sure of it. Is it? Maybe. Homer, give me a hint. I can't. Why? Henry said you'd try to force it out of me so he wouldn't even tell me. <laughs> Think of something that would still leave Homer enough for the watch band. I tried to, Mother, but a watch band would only leave Agnes 45 cents. You can't get much for that. No, I imagine not. Besides, I think the dozen roses will be very appropriate. Poor Homer. Yeah, he sure wanted that watch band. <laughs> now, maybe this will teach him to change girls at least once a year. Boy, if I only had a little more money, I'd buy him that watch band myself. I'll tell you what I'll do, Henry. Since it's Homer's anniversary... I'll match whatever you put up. How much do you have in your dime bank? A dime. <laughs> well, that gives us 20 cents. I'll match what both of you put up. There, 40 cents. How much more do we need? About 60. 60, eh? The milk bottles. Henry, there are five empty ones on the back porch. That's another quarter, only 35 cents more. Maybe if we looked under the sofa pillow. Sure. Henry, my pillow. A dime. I found a dime. Look, in the corner there, Henry, there's something shiny. Another dime. Father, did you lose a suspender button? There's a nickel, Henry, and two pennies. Here's another nickel. That's ten, seventeen, twenty-two. Thirteen cents short. Wait, I know why. What? I'll only buy Agnes eleven roses. Fine, we've made it. I'll go right down to the jewelers now and get Homer his watch band. Good. You think I ought to have something engraved on it? Something like success? Henry, this is the anniversary of Homer's winning Agnes, not the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Mother. It's 
Everybody knows what I'm getting you but me. What am I getting you? I don't think I ought to tell you. It'll spoil a surprise. Listen, Agnes, when I give you a present, you're supposed to be surprised, not me. Oh. Well, I'll tell you what, Homer. You come on over. I want to see your face when I tell you. to you, Henry, right now. What's the matter? What's the matter? What's the matter? You have a nerve to ask me that? What happened? What happened? What happened? Homer, we'll never get anywhere if you just keep repeating what I say. What you say? Do you deny you were down at the jewelers this afternoon? Huh? Well, don't. Kathleen saw you. Oh, is that all? Uh-huh. So you admit it. You've ruined me, Henry. I have. How? Did you ever buy a ring for Kathleen on your anniversary? A ring. Homer, don't be silly. Then why did you buy one for me for Agnes on our anniversary? A ring? I bought a ring. Kathleen saw you. Kathleen saw me buy a ring? Well, not exactly buy it, but she saw you looking at them. Rings? I didn't buy... Oh, sure. I remember now. Uh-huh. Sure, while I was waiting my turn, I just looked around. Maybe I did glance at some rings. Glance? Then you didn't buy... But Kathleen told Agnes she saw... See, Homer, you got all excited over nothing. No, I didn't, Hen. But, Homer, I didn't buy a ring. Yes, but Agnes thinks she... I... Henry. Yeah? I'm engaged. Agnes, how did Homer ask you? Well, he didn't exactly ask me, Kathleen. Yes, but how did you know? Well, I figured Henry wouldn't be buying a ring unless Homer had said something to him about wanting to be engaged, see? Yes. So I sort of helped him along. Men are always a little afraid to say the actual word. But what did he say then? Nothing. But I could tell from the look on his face that that's what was on his mind. But how did you know? Well, he didn't object when I suggested it, did he? No. So there you are. My goodness. You think I ought to send Henry a thank you card? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what does being engaged feel like? Oh, sort of relaxing. Relaxing? Uh-huh. You know, you don't have to worry about are you going to have a date Saturday night and things like that. All of a sudden, all your problems are ended because you've got your mandolin on. Oh, it sounds just wonderful. It is, Kathleen. It's wonderful. Just wonderful. It's terrible, Henry. Just terrible. Why not look at it this way, Homer? Engagements have their advantages, too. Yeah, name one. Well, they... Well, you... There must be some advantages. (laughs) Otherwise, why would so many people do it? Name one. Just one. Well... For instance, when you're engaged, you don't have to spend so much money on the girl. Oh, yeah? What about the engagement ring? That alone will keep me broke for the next two years. (laughs) Sure, Homer, but... Funny part is, I never even thought of Agnes as something you'd get engaged to. (laughs) And what am I going to do? You can always leave town. 
Sure. Sure, that's what I'll do. Leave town right now. Right now? Where will you go? I don't know. What's the difference? So long, Henry. Homer. Don't try to stop me. It's the only way. Homer, please. Tell my folks I said you could have my new bike. All you have to do is tighten my new bike. I hardly even rode it. Homer, if I didn't want to be engaged to a girl that badly, I'd just call her up and tell her so. Sure. Why didn't I think of that? I'll tell her straight out. Operator, give me Elm 891, please. I'll... I'll... What should I say to her, Hen? Just say, uh, look, Agnes, there's nothing personal in this, but I think we're both too young to know our own minds. Sure, that's good. And furthermore, Agnes, the whole thing... Hen... Just be firm, Homer. I will, Hen. Hello? Agnes, this is Homer. Agnes, I... What? Oh. Miss Lawson? Oh. Madam? Agnes, I don't know what you mean. Agnes Henry's here. But Agnes... What's the matter? She thinks I ought to call her dear. Oh. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Uh Uh-huh, dear. Yes, dear. Homer? Yes, dear. I mean... Why didn't you tell her? Because she... She... Henry. Why? What's a fella supposed to get his fiancée for her shower? What? A shower. Agnes said Kathleen insisted on giving her one. Gee, I don't know, Homer. I think you're supposed to give her tablecloths and old pillowcases and things like that. Yeah, I suppose so. Homer, why didn't you tell her about being too young to know your own mind? Well, she sounded so positive about the whole thing. Boy, I got the feeling maybe it was illegal or something to call it off. Gee whiz, maybe it is. You know what, Homer? Maybe you just ought to stick it out. Forever, if necessary. She's bound to get tired of you sooner or later. Isn't an engagement sort of like a contract? I guess so. What can they do to you if you don't go through with your end of it? I don't know. Did you write her any letters she could use against you? Letters? I don't think... Oh, boy. You mean you did? No, she did. Oh. Right after the first time she kissed me. It was sort of a thank you letter. (laughs) Well, you better get home and burn it. I did, as soon as I got it. But what if she kept a carbon copy? Oh, boy. Henry, I don't think my father's going to let... My father? Boy, wait till he finds out. Henry, why did you have to glance at rings in the first place? I didn't know Kathleen was going to be snooping around. Kathleen, that's the trouble with girls. They talk too much. Next thing you know, it'll be all over school. Henry. What? Mr. Bradley will throw me out of school. See, I told you there were advantages to being engaged. And tonight, the Jell-O family of yum-yum desserts wants to give a special salute to National Restaurant Week, May 2nd to May 8th. You know, our neighborhood restaurants are an American institution, famous all over the world for their traditionally high standards of fine food, fine services, fine, friendly atmosphere. So take the family often to your favorite restaurant. It means a treat for everybody. And another treat you can be sure of finding at any good restaurant is America's favorite gelatin dessert. Yes, Jell-O. Jell-O in those six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. So next time you're at your favorite restaurant, have your favorite treat for dessert. 
Ask for Jell-O. J-E-L-L-O. And now getting back to the troubles of Henry Aldridge. Henry's visit to a jewelry store has been misinterpreted by both Homer and Agnes. She thinks she's getting, and he thinks he's giving her an engagement ring. The scene opens in the Aldrich living room. It is the next day. <laughs> uh, Alice. What is it, dear? <laughs> Listen to this letter that came in the mail today. Dear Mr. Aldrich, I am a young high school student who suddenly finds himself engaged to another young high school student, female, of course. My goodness. As a lawyer, I would appreciate your advice on whether I can escape. Escape? Yeah, but that's crossed out and changed to whether I can disentangle myself, and if so, how. Sam, who's it from? Yours truly, desperate. Oh. Well, what about the handwriting? It's printed. Then there's a P.S. Kindly attach your answer to the lowest branch of the big maple tree in the empty lot on Olive and Fifth Street. (laughs) Then there's a P.P.S. Kindly enclose a bill for your fee. Well, who do you think? Uh, Just a minute, Alice. There is also a (laughs) P.P.P.S. When naming fee, kindly bear in mind that the writer is a poor, underline, young high school student. Alice, you don't suppose... I've been giving it a lot of thought, Agnes, dear. So have I, dear. You have, dear? Yes, dear. Well, what do you think, dear? I agree with you completely, dear. You do, dear? Of course, dear. Sure. Everybody agrees that long engagements aren't good. That's absolutely true, dear. They're terrible. And so I think we ought to reconsider the whole thing. Don't you, dear? Well, did you tell her? Yes, Henry. What did she say? She agreed with me. She didn't think long engagements were good either. No kidding. See, Homer, I told you talking to her person to person would get your results. I certainly did. Henry, are you busy June 1st? No, why? I thought you might like to be my best man. <laughs> Anonymous letter, Will. Yeah. Oh, Homer, stop staring into your soup and stop, start eating it. Yeah, that's what Sam told me, Elizabeth. Imagine a high school kid doing a thing like that. And Sam didn't know who it was. Oh. Homer, stop that. All he said was the note was signed desperate. A high school boy. You know, Will, if it didn't sound too ridiculous even for him, I'd guess it was Sam's own son, Henry. Oh. Homer, stop fishing around in your soup with your fingers. Take another spoon. Well, whoever he is, he's an idiot. What about his parents? They're idiots, too. (laughs) Do you suppose he's figuring on moving her in with his folks? What else can he do? You know what I'd do if I were that kid's father? I'd take him and his idiot bride and ship them right over to her idiot parents' house. Homer, if you're having that much trouble holding onto your spoon, tie it to your wrist or something. Here's another spoon, dear. Fish out the other two. It'd serve him right to have to live with a girl's parents. Let him use their pots and pans and utilities. Let him eat their food. Oh, boy. Homer. Homer, come back here and clean up this mess. Homer. I wonder what got into that boy. Pots and pans. 
Henry, utility. Take it easy. I'm too young, Hen. I'm just a kid. Homer, you're you're getting hysterical again. Take another drink of water. Thanks. Henry, what am I going to do? I don't want to live with the Lawson. Easy, Homer. Easy, boy. There was a letter from my father on the tree today. There was? What did he say? He said if Desperate wanted advice to drop in in person. We can't do that, Henry. Then he'd know. Look, I've got it all figured out. We can tell him we're friends of Desperate, and he asked us to represent him. Sure, sure. That's what we can do. Come on, Henry. Hello, Father. Hello, boy. Hi, Mr. Aldrich. Father, do you recall a communication you had from a party who prefers to remain nameless? Oh, yes. Desperate, wasn't it? That's right, Mr. Aldrich. Well, he's sort of asked us to represent him. Oh? Sort of the party of the third party, you might say. I see. You mean you have his power of attorney? Well, no, Father. We... Well, he, he didn't know it was necessary. Mr. Aldrich, couldn't we discuss it purely hypotheoretically? Why, yes, I suppose so. Uh, now, what exactly is Desperate's problem? Well, he sort of found himself engaged. Against his will, Mr. Aldrich, against his will. I see. So what can he do to get disentangled? Before he gets all mixed up with pots and pans and utilities. I see. Mm, now, let's see. This same point came up in the case of Schneiderkopf versus Schneiderkopf. Who won, Father? Schneiderkopf. <laughs> oh. Is that good or bad for the third party? Uh, well, in a divided opinion, the Supreme Court decided that in the event of a reversal of sentiment on the part of one of the contractees to an engagement, the dissenting party was obligated to so inform the said partner to said contract. Really, Father? <laughs> the exact wording of the decision. That's very interesting, Mr. Aldrich. Did he get any time off for good behavior? I'm afraid you don't understand, Homer. He was no longer engaged. What? But how did he get out of it? He called the girl and told her it was off. That's all? That's all. And Agnes couldn't do anything to him? I'll say. Boy, thank you, Mr. Aldrich. Thank you. Homer, stop kissing my hand. You should have been here, Alice. It was a riot. I can imagine. What did Homer say after you? Well, in the first place, he looked 30 years younger. <laughs> then he and Henry began to discuss how to break it to Agnes. It seems Homer didn't relish the idea of breaking it to a face-to-face. So, so we thought Henry should do it. Inasmuch as Henry was responsible for his predicament, having been seen in the fatal jewelry store at the fatal time. Poor Henry. Oh, he's not doing it. Henry was as reluctant to face Agnes as Homer was. Then how? It was finally decided that Henry would break the news to Kathleen, who in turn would break it to Agnes. <laughs> My goodness. When is all this going to happen? Well, Henry left for Kathleen's about an hour ago. Homer kept saying, hurry, Henry, before my father finds out. Hurry, Henry, my father will kill me. Is that you, Henry? Yes, Mother. Yeah, did you see Kathleen? Sure, I just came from there. Well, how did everything go? Well, I said, Kathleen, I said, don't you think Homer and Agnes are a little too young to be engaged? After all, I said, she may find someone she likes more than Homer. That's not bad. What did she say to that? Well, she said, what if she doesn't? My goodness. And then I said, still, Kathleen, a, a young girl can have much more fun going out with lots of boys. Then what happened? Well, then we talked a little more about boys and girls and the advantages and disadvantages of being engaged and things like that, see? I see. And how did it come out? I think I'm a little bit engaged myself. <laughs> what? Henry!
proposition for you if you're still engaged. Who said I was, Willie? Who said I was? Gee, is it a secret? Okay, I won't say a word. Now listen, Willie. Not a word. Only if you're going to wear striped pants and a top hat at your wedding, I can rent you my father's at a discount. Well, that should be a sight to see. But for a mighty pretty sight any day in the week, it's, yes, you guessed it, Jell-O. Gay, shimmering Jell-O in those six delicious flavors. Strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime. For a special treat tomorrow, try raspberry ginger dessert, made with rich red raspberry Jell-O. Just dissolve a package of raspberry Jell-O in one cup of hot water, then add a cup of ginger ale. Turn into individual molds and chill until firm. It's swell. Tempting fruit-like raspberry jello with tangy ginger ale. All six delicious jello flavors are rich with locked-in goodness. Flavors sealed right in so it can't get out till your first delectable spoonful. And that's why jello is America's favorite gelatin dessert. <laughs> Now here's Mrs. Norman Vincent Peale, wife of the renowned minister, with some important news. Good evening, Henry Aldrich, or I should say Ezra Stone. I'm happy to be here tonight in behalf of National Family Week to present to the Aldrich family our annual radio citation for high quality in content and excellence of production. This is the third consecutive year that the Aldrich family has won this award, and you are all to be congratulated. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Peel. Thank you very much for this very high honor and for your kind appearance here tonight. The Aldrich family, starring Ezra Stone as Henry with Jackie Kelk as Homer, is written by Frank Tarloff with music by Jack Miller. Mr. and Mrs. Aldrich are House Jameson and Catherine Roth. And this is Dan Seymour in New York saying, The Aldrich family is brought to you by the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. Oh, the big red letters stand for the Jell-O family. That's Jell-O. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O puddings. Yum, yum, yum. Jell-O tapioca pudding jessery. <laughs> New, as new as an orchid in the Arctic. Amazing, the only one of its kind. That's Minute Rice. Minute Rice for magically quick, quick meals. You've never tasted such delicious rice. Rice that comes out light, white, and fluffy every time. And without washing, rinsing, draining, steaming. Just drop Minute Rice in water and bring to a boil. It's quicker to fix than potatoes. Wonderful with stews, cream chicken, or seafood. And so quick, quick. Remember the name Minute. Minute Rice in the red, white, and blue box. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 